What's up everyone and welcome back for another episode of the Accessible Technology Podcast with me, Fibslau. This is a podcast where you get to hear all about the most accessible technology it's for disabled people to use out of modern day technology and all of the everyday technologies that are available to us in the world as well as learning about what technologies aren't the most accessible and are best being avoided and where I also give tech companies advice on how they can make their technology even more accessible for disabled people, which is something I have a really big interest in, given that I am paralysed from the next down. You can listen to this podcast by searching for it over on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music and Audible and on Spotify. So please check out the podcast and search for it if you would like to follow what comes up next. However, if you'd like to support the podcast and the content I produce in other ways, you can also support it by going over to the Thebes Journalism by me a coffee page. You will also be able to find exclusive episodes that aren't part of the podcast as well as checking out a shop that I plan to open at some stage where you'll be able to buy other products, so please consider checking it out. There's going to be a lot of exclusive episodes coming up in the next few weeks and months, including some episodes where you get to hear the entire version of my reactions to conferences so if you would like to hear my full reactions to those conferences without any edits included in them please check out the buy me a coffee page in today's episode you're going to be hearing my review of iOS 17 for the iPhone and then in the next one you'll be hearing about my review of iOS 17 for the iPad before I finally then move on to doing tutorials on how to do various things across all of those softwares. These new updates to the Apple operating system were all announced this year during Q3 
WWDC 23 and they were all released publicly like the autumn. Anyway, hope you like it. And yep, let's get straight into the episode. So starting off with one of the new features, the first thing that we're getting is the ability to set up a contact phone poster. You can do this by opening the phone app itself and then by tapping your card at the top. If you've set up a contact poster before, you'll see an option that is called Create New and you can set up a new one by tapping to add a photo or an emoji or to opt for a monogram. You'll just have to tap whichever one of them you want and then add in anything you want. If you'd like to change the colour of the text, you'll just have to tap the text and then a palette with different colours. You can choose from come up and after you tap a colour that you want, if you'd like to change the shade, you can do that by just sliding the circle that will come up back to the left and then over to the right. Then as soon as you're happy with your customization, you just have to hit continue. So as you can tell, it is extremely easy to set up a contact poster. However, I would like it even more if you could change your name on the contact poster. For those of us who prefer to go by a shortened version of your name, so we can use that. As you can tell from this screen recording, my version of the contact poster has Phoebe going on it when I prefer to go by Phoebe. But yeah, hopefully that is something that will change with the update in future. You'll also get access to all the same message features that you get on the map. And the only difference you'll notice is that it's all laid out in a phone version. By tapping the new plus button at the side of your messages, before you write it, you'll be able to find all your iMessage apps in one place and a couple of new options. Among the new features, however, that you will find, one of them is a new feature that is called Check-in and that's basic. They let you check um, on a family member 
for good friends and my baby really good for parents. I've only think so is that oh so the horn the new version of Met is great. A new catch up how old that will let you jump to the first message you haven't seen in a conversation. Improved search features that will help you find a message that you're looking for faster. The ability to read audio message transcriptions with the words recorded in a voice note typed out in play under it. Although again, I wonder if it would be useful for colorblind users to have the option of what colour this shows up in. And the ability to turn live photos and photos into stickers also swaps over to iMessage and iOS 17 for the phone to turn a live photo into a live sticker or any photo for that matter. All you have to do is open the messages app and then find the persons you want to send a live photo to. As soon as you find whoever you want to send a live sticker to, you'll just have to tap the plus button and as soon as the menu is open, you'll just have to scroll down until you find the stickers option which you then want to tap. As soon as you tap stickers, you'll just have to scroll over until you find the option beside your recently used icon. And if you haven't made any stickers before, the screen that comes up next will just say no stickers. So basically all you have to do now is to tap new sticker and then you'll be brought over to your photo library. From there you can go down until you see any of your live photos that you want to choose. In this example I have chosen a live photo of myself with my aunt's new puppy. But as soon as you find a live photo that you want to turn into a sticker, you'll just have to select a photo, then hit add sticker. And as soon as you do that, the sticker will be available for you. The new version of FaceTime includes a bunch of new features, starting with a feature that lets you record a live voicemail in case 
someone with a message for your first time call, as well as this, you'll also be able to use your iPhone as a camera and start a call directly from the FaceTime app on an Apple TV and similar to the version of FaceTime that is available on macOS Sonoma. You can also add reactions to your FaceTime call by just using your hands. However, this is something that I honestly have mixed feelings about because not everyone is able to use their hands. So it would be good if Apple could also include a digital way of being able to do this as well for those of us who can't do that as easily. Those of you who have an iPhone 14 will be lucky enough to have access to standby, which makes your phone even more useful when you set it down with features such as a clock face, live activities and full screen which help you stay on top of things as they happen and the ability to see Siri results at a glance. You'll be able to display your iPhone as if it is as seriously or for a long clock. Interactive widgets have now made their way over to the iPhone and these basically let you play music, play your favorite radio programs, turn on and off lights with just the tap of a button and a whole lot more directly from a widget. Another feature that has been seriously updated in a positive way for this version of iOS is the new version of AirDrop that basically means the days are gone when you could only share your number or a PDF or document with someone by sending them an email or a message. Now, if you want to give your number to anyone else or share a document or PDF, you just have to hold your iPhone near to someone else's and it will share in seconds. However, this unfortunately won't work if you want to give your number or share a document with anyone who has an iPhone Android phone, in which case you'll have to share in the same old way. By all means, this is something I hope can be sorted soon with the 
amount of conversations that Apple and White and Oreo companies are having with each other since there's a lot of people who look after me and who seem to be quite attracted to becoming friends with me that prefer Android platforms and refuse to turn towards Apple. So being able to share your phone number or a document or a PDF with Android users in the same way that you can do with iPhone users might be useful. Elsewhere in this new iOS update, however, there's also an all-new journal app that sounds just like what it's meant to be. According to Apple, it's an app for appreciating life's moments, preserving your memories, and it also uses on device machine learning that will let your iPhone create personalised suggestions of moments for you to remember based on your photos, music, records and more. Similar to the keyboard features that were covered in my review of macOS Sonoma, AutoCraft has also been greatly improved on the iPhone. Like Sonoma, AutoCrafted words will be temporarily underlined so you know what's been changed. Another feature that the iPhone also gets is predictions of what you're typing appearing as you type but instead of clicking enter or clicking the trackpad to finish the sentence you'll just have to tap the space bar. You'll also have the same ability to create a profile so you can separate your browsing into topics within different profiles. Another feature that you'll be able to get is autofill verification and password and passkey staring. There's also some new features that are going to be quite useful for people that are coming to the music app, but some of these I feel will be more useful to some than they will be to others. Shareplay and the most up-to-date colors makes it easy for everyone to control their music together, which includes passengers in the back seat. You'll also be able to collaborate on playlists and invite friends to join 
Fenner on your playlists and my playing. However, while these features may be positive, and there will be many people who like them, I don't feel as happy about these features as I would feel about other features. One of the instances where I would feel less confident with this feature than I would feel with other features would be if I had a young child in the car because based on everything that I know I would have done when I was a child if I had the chance to sneak my own favourite music on to my parents' music libraries, I know I would have done it. Although I do see the point for it in principle, if you have your friends and let's admit it, there are some immature adults as well who would also mess around with your tunes. Moving on, however, to cover a new version of Airplay, devices will be able to learn your Airplay preferences over time thanks to ongoing device intelligence. However, starting later this year, Airplay will also be available in supporting hotel rooms, meaning you can share photos or anything else you want onto your hotel room TV. Moving over to Maps, it's now possible for you to download maps offline and explore them while offline. You'll also be able to view information such as opening hours and readings, as well as getting turn-by-turn directions for driving, walking, cycling, or for checking public transport. Another feature you'll get as well as all that is enhanced electric vehicle reading, which will help those with electric cars see real time charging stations that are available along their routes. Siri has been updated so that you can use it by just saying the S word by itself instead of saying hey Mr S although you still have the option to use the old saying if you want to and to choose it instead of the new one. Moving over to the health app, you will have access 
two features that can help with mental health and vision health. With the vision health part even, telling children when they're holding their phone too close to their face. And the mental health part will also let you select how you're feeling on a particular day. And like macOS and Noma, privacy and security has been updated so that you can blur sensitive photos and videos and communication safety now includes predictions for sensitive photos and videos that you don't want to see. So here's everything I think about everything that you get in iOS 7. For the iPhone, it's easy to set up and create a contact poster. And although I would like to be able to edit what the text on the contact poster says, there's nothing else that I really dislike about it. I love how easy it is to. Yes, live stickers. So it did take me some time to learn. However, I would be more happy with it if you could send your stickers and some other Apple features through WhatsApp as well as on iMessage. But apparently that is meant to change in the near future anyway. So fingers crossed that happens soon. Some other things I like include how easy it is to access the plus button, the catch-up arrow, and the transcript features the predictions you will be given as you type the new way you can pass on your iPhone number. Although it could be improved if you could do the same thing with Android or Google users. We still hold too fussy to swap over to Apple. However, this is when I start to grow and about some features. As good as the check-in feature is, I generally don't know how many people are going to use it. Likewise, as I pointed out earlier, I'm not sure about the new SharePlay feature for the reasons that I have put ahead. But in fairness, not all children will mess around with tunes 
Take that. Oh no. Adam could be just as childish at times. Other things I'm also not to survive is the new airport features, but as I don't really use them, I prefer other headphones and earphones to them. This doesn't really apply to me. And as I said, that would be good if there was a way to select a digital reaction on FaceTime. But as I said, if that came on, I wouldn't have any of problems with it. iOS 17 was released on the 18th of September and is compatible with the iPhone 14, iPhone 14 Plus, iPhone 14 Pro, iPhone 14 Pro Max, iPhone 13, iPhone 13 Mini, iPhone 13 Pro Max, iPhone 12, iPhone 12 Mini, iPhone 12 Pro, iPhone 12 Pro Max, iPhone 11, iPhone 11 Pro, iPhone 11 Pro Max, iPhone XS, iPhone XS Max, iPhone XR, and the iPhone SE second gen. But what do you think about iOS 17 for the iPhone? Are there any features you like that are available on it? And out of all the features that are available, which one of them would be your favourite? Or are there any features that you aren't so keen on? Well, if you would like to answer all of these questions and pass on all of your thoughts to me, you can include them in a review wherever you're listening to this podcast on, whether that is on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music and Audible, or on Spotify. And of course, there is also the Fabes Journalism by Mia Coffee page again. And that's where you'll be able to find some exclusive episodes of this podcast that aren't actually part of it. Plus, you'll have the opportunity to give me a one-time donation. You can also contact me via the contact pages on my two websites, pltechreviews.co.uk, which is the technology one, or over on myphoebelow.com, 
websites that also has a technology journalism section to it and that I'm getting actually uploading content to soon. Or of course you could just reach out to me over on my YouTube channels, PL Tech Reviews or Feed Style Journalism and I will look at all of your comments there. In the next episode we're going to be hearing about my thoughts on iOS 17 for the iPad and then after that I'll be jumping straight into doing tutorials on how to do various things and all of those softwares as well. However, it may also become a little bit difficult soon enough for me to always make time to update the podcast three times a week because I'm going to be starting work. Although I will try to make everything as regular as possible. But anyway, thanks for listening and I'll see you in the next one. Bye!